0: Trade them out Drag it to your base Like you never had a doubt
1: It's FMDT Coming around for you Cause no one really knows The way you pick like you do Injuries or worse Suddenly you're tired and hurt Get your backs forwards and mids Never satisfied you boys got the shits It's FMDT Coming around for you FMDT
2: FMDT, FMDT,
1: FMDT, 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 coming up for you, FMDT, there's nothing you can do, FMDT coming around for you. Hello and welcome to FMDT, uh, I'm here, I'm your host Bart, I'm joined by Steve, how you doing mate?
0: Not too bad, yeah, a little sore after that indoor soccer game.
1: Yes, we just came home from that. Um, we're also recording, like it's 2020, because we're talking over Skype, so um, a bit different. Uh, we haven't done this in a little while. Uh, it might be a bit more patchy, might be a bit more lag, although we seem to be doing pretty well, Steve.
0: Yeah, I think the internet's improved, or maybe
1: being 2,000 kilometers closer has made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> cool, we won't have any like 20-second delays between us. That'll be good for our audience. Yeah. Um, Steve, do you want to tell our audience what's taken part in your life to make us have to uh, be so far apart from each other today?
0: Ah, uh, yes, the whole 15-minute drive. Um, <laughs> so I have adopted a, a papa, uh, a doggo, a uh, 13-month staffy named Ace, um, Rehomed him from Gumtree, um, and yeah, he is the life of our lives, uh, but he, <laughs> like most staffies, is a little bit anxious, especially when they're young,
1: um, so we're just trying to be home a bit more and give them some love. Yep, fair enough, there comes a lot of responsibility. Um, Great dog breed by the way. Uh, Has he he been pretty well behaved so far?
0: Yeah, he's um, he's destroyed only a couple of things, uh, fairly (laughs) fairly minor things that are outside, Um, nothing indoors, so i except the sponge he got a hold of. um, He destroyed one dog bed that uh,
1: marketed itself as rip-stop um, chew-proof, which clearly <laughs> wasn't. Um, yeah, it's amazing he, how they can do that. Um, you get chew-proof toys as well, and they're definitely not. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's, no, he's, he's
1: pretty good. Um,
0: he's settling down a lot um, already after just one week. So yeah, it's been, been seven days now.
1: Yeah, awesome. That's really good to hear. Um, so yeah, welcome to the dog club. Yeah. Um, I've also got a staffy for those of you playing along at home that don't know. So, very good breed. Um, has he, I was just wondering what it would be like when he watches you uh, watch football. I don't know if that he's already witnessed that, Steve. Because Charlie, uh, my dog, uh, basically vacates the room whenever I'm watching a Bombers game. I feel like the screaming at an, an inanimate object is something you can't quite comprehend. And just runs away.
0: Yeah, I... Uh... He has watched me watch footy, but not a game that I, not a Crows game, not a game I actually really cared about. I think I watched St Kilda versus Saints last week, which was a pretty good game. Um, but I was, you know, just
1: fairly calm and measured for the whole game. You'll have to um, tell me how he is when you get more animated yeah, for him then. Yeah,
0: well, uh, yeah, probably some frustration ahead for the Crows. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was just about to say that. Are we still not talking about them?
0: Uh, Well, look, um, the showdown wasn't great, but it wasn't expected to be good, so I'm kind of okay with it. Um, Now we've got West Coast this week, which looms as a bit of a scary one, but, oh, well, you know, they're just a bit hit and miss too, so you never (laughs) know.
1: So it sounds like you've gone through denial going into acceptance now. Um, it's all good. Sure. Sure. I've yeah. uh, not got too much to write home about as well. Um, my team keeps coming really close and then just fading away at the final seconds. So I don't know if that's any better than going and knowing that you're going to lose. Um, I think that's debatable. But yeah, having to get used to that as well. So we can move on past the footy. Um, We will be talking about it, of course, on a fantasy podcast, but um, something else that Steve and I got up to recently was taking part in True Grit, um, which is a military-inspired obstacle course. We scaled walls and crawled through things and waded through mud. And um, How'd you pull up after that, Steve?
0: Uh, Just like a regular Sunday, really.
1: (laughs) Of course. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seemed to be for you. You're the one up the front uh motivating our team forward
0: yeah i i i guess i found it a little bit easier than i dreaded um but then at some point uh i don't know if it was the day of or the day before i had a realization that you know they've they've pitched it at all you know sort of you know a diverse range of fitness levels and right. and in terms of upper body strength um you know they do want females we have to take part as well so it's not going to be ridiculous it's not an SAS course so um yeah it wasn't too bad
1: no it was quite a lot of fun actually um, we definitely didn't get embarrassed by anything um but it has inspired us a little bit Steve it's at least inspired me to uh get tough on teams so last week positivity was in well it's out it's time to get your sorry asses into shape everybody oh. we're going to be giving it to your real. we're going to be giving giving it to you hard this week. Um, (laughs) I hope you're on board with that, Steve. It's a pretty easy position to come into, I think, given that we've both been winning. Um, But I feel like that's the best position to get everybody to follow our leads.
0: Yes, sir.
1: All right. So before we get into actually dissecting what happened during the week, uh, we're going to have a look at one of the trades that happened in our Wall Street segment. So... Uh, We had one trade completed, so it's good that we've got something to talk about in this segment. Um, We had Max complete a trade with Ian Millsy Mills. He gave up his long-term keeper, Lockie Neal, and Jack Martin, and he got, in exchange, Chad Warner and Lockie Weller. Plus, there was a bit of a draft upgrade for Max. Um, Steve, got an opinion on this one? Um. Oh, I don't mind it for either team
0: um, because Max had the, the the privileged position of being top of the ladder and uh, obviously it's a long term, medium term game for him. was top of the ladder so, well he was when he took the trade yeah, Um, I think he might have some more concerns right now because a couple more players got injured, we'll get to that um, but Millsy needed to get a couple of fit players in to stay in the top, you know, in, in finals contention so I think it's pretty reasonable and obviously neil has lost keeper value because he was would have been what second round, second round year. yeah very so, early I mean, you'll do it but yeah you're not you're not guaranteed yeah
1: you'd probably be a bit low on keepers if you were getting him in the second round so i don't think that was really factoring into it
0: yeah
1: I, yeah i pretty much agree with you i think like you can see where both sides are coming from maybe he needs wins max thinks he can afford to have some injured guys so yeah yeah, um i think i think i like the trade without the draft upgrade i actually i just think it made sense without it or maybe even one slightly in milsey's favor the fact that it went in max's favor is what just tips me towards a max win for this one i don't think it was necessary but you're saying if it if it
0: hadn't happened, the draft upgrade, it might have been slightly in Milky's favour, so that's probably what they thought, and that's why they threw it in. No, that's, not, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if there wasn't oh. a
1: draft upgrade included, then it would have been even. At the moment, I'm saying it's right. in Max's favour because of the draft upgrade. Okay, all right. And it was
0: a two-round upgrade in the middle rounds, was it? It's a bit of a nothing upgrade, but I just don't think yeah.
1: I just don't think it needed it. It's not a huge swing, but you know what I mean? like.
0: Yeah, I think if it gets over the line and, and everyone's happy enough, that that's okay because as you know from injured players when you trade them in they can get re-injured um, hmm. you know they can get the same injury they can get Th- another thanks injury thanks for the swift for
1: reminder yeah <laughs> yeah so that's
0: what I don't mind about it especially for Millsy, the fact that he's got two guys who are currently maybe you're right play. maybe I
1: can't talk having done probably the worst trade of the year which is <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I think he's like a top six forward now Jarman MP for a player that won't play for me so yeah that's always good to give up yeah, that is the, exactly the point.
0: And Jack Martin has had injury troubles over the time, uh, and Neil is generally durable. But once you've done an eight-week ankle, you know maybe you come back and pull a hammy because you haven't been doing other stuff. So yeah,
1: fair um, enough. So Max yeah, loads up on risk, really.
0: I think so, um, and probably worth it for him when he was top of the ladder. But maybe he lost more post injury. Who knows? Um, then it's looking a little bit rough.
1: I do like that Milsey got the uh, Rising Star winner for 2021, uh, Chad Warner. Sorry. Oh, he didn't get lucky, Shoal, did he? No. He, <laughs> he, I, he probably uh, already has him. Ah, mate, mate. It lo- it's been Locked in since uh, he, he started in round one. Um, lock, lock, lock. Locky <laughs> Shoal. Yeah, uh, Milsie um, actually does have the Rising Star winner, you are correct. Yeah, in the back
0: line there. Um, he has Shoal.
1: What? Oh, he does too. From the draft. <laughs> yeah. Leopard. Clever. Um, yeah, I do like Chad as a R-keeper uh, for uh, for the future, though. I, think, uh, I don't think Shoal hes getting in the round 18, so there you go. So that was a nice little load-up for him. But yeah, there you go. I think it sounds like we both think it's pretty even for him. Um, I think Max will probably just be regretting it if he doesn't, if this means that he misses out, even on like a, um, even a top two. A top two. I mean, yeah, a yeah. buy. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and, and if Warner keeps his Ford status, then sure, he's an 18th round keeper, isn't he? So that's yeah. pretty handy. It's a very yeah.
1: good one. Alright, Steve, what do you say we crack on to? WTF just happened.
0: Indeed. Uh, so, this, we will start with Cornflakes versus I Shot the Sharon. Um, now, Cornflakes was victorious, 15 13, over I Shot the Sharon's lowest score of the year, 14 11. I didn't check that, but I would assume so. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty safe, so this is yeah, a hugely valuable upset win for Shane because it kept him within one win of the top six. Shane got off to a good start in this round of matches and Max never really got going in this one because he uh, he traded in Neil and Jack Martin to warm the pine, as mm-hmm. we just discussed. So oh, I'm going to give a shout-out to David Swallow for mm-hmm. Shane. Um, now, three votes, D Swallow there. Um he is exceeding his uh, exceeding expectations because it's his best fantasy season since 2014. You have to go back to 2014, seven whole years ago, uh, to find a time that Swallow averaged 94, um, which is what he's currently sitting at. Uh, so he got 130 points and three votes in the MVP. So that's going pretty Very well nice. for Shane. Um, on the flip side, Shane just can't get it right. Mm. That's right with a W. Um, <laughs> two metre Peter scored just 49 because uh, uh, Andrew Phillips came back into the Essendon lineup. That's right. Seemed to have an effect. Um, so I think he sort of keeps putting right on and off just when he gets uh, yeah, the good or bad scores, um, respectively. So um, oh, on the other side of things, um, Max was really let down by Taylor, uh, Taylor Walker who Ooh, I yeah. believe has been uh, already announced as rested for this weekend. That's right. So we mentioned Ouch. him last week um, with with Walker getting 39 last week. He uh, decided to get about half that with a 20. Um, so I actually had written in my notes uh, yesterday, he surely won't be started by Max this week. It actually turns out he won't be started by the crows either.
1: He's not going to win the Coleman medal that way. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I know it kind of sucks, but, yeah, it's probably best. He, it's a long flight to Perth, really, so it's not a bad one to rest him up for.
1: Yeah, so now, the so sell-high opportunity is well and
0: truly over, unfortunately. well and truly. That ship sailed um, three weeks ago. So, um, yeah, Max is now hit by those... Uh, well, he, he has a couple of trading players that are injured, and then I believe he's been hit by another injury, which I'll mention now. Um, because it's another shutdown now just who was it ah jaden stevenson is the uh recent injury so he'd been going pretty well with the averaging 85 and uh he i believe is out for four or five weeks so not not good there no um
1: yeah bad blow
0: so he's now got four four true injuries on his bench Mm. um he's picked up uh (laughs) some free agents to cover them um but I will say one shout-out for yes. Max. Daniel Rich, monstrous year now. He's averaging over 100 uh, with 131 in this, in this match-up. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of people probably didn't see that coming from Rich at the age of 30, um, possibly his best fantasy season ever. I oh, think. definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been in the comp 12 years. But, um, yeah, if he can manage yeah, around 100, then, wow, that's huge. Yeah, did you have anything on this one that I haven't touched on?
1: Um, Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout down to the winning team. Um, You know, we're being harsh this week, uh, which was to Noah Anderson for uh, blemishing his streak, uh, which was that he was doing insanely well whenever he played at Metricon at home, um, with his scores going 120, 118, and then 120. And for his fourth game at Metricon, he coughed up only 65. And it's this has nothing to do with the fact that we both had bets on him. Um, everything to do with that <laughs> terrible score for Shane. That's his that's a, that's a shutdown for me. Just just staying on theme of uh not being yes. positive.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, nah he he was terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eleven pick, pick it up, mate. in the first
0: quarter. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yes, yeah. yes, and then just um, uh, disappeared completely. And then he decided to uh, you know, crawl home to his
0: mama. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some kind of military jargon. So. No, it's good. It's, uh, good. it's
1: good. It's good. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Um, anything else? Nah, that was it for that one. All righty. Fire away. Uh, sorry? Fire away. Oh, fire away. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Steve. Um, uh, So, I am covering my own matchup here uh, where... Seven Year Titch versus UN Security Council uh, came together and uh, Brett's sorry soldiers were left licking their wounds after Seven Year Titch got through with them. He might have he might have said things like, I'm pretty happy with the third best scorer of the week, or I only lost to the second best scorer. You know, it was even a top 10 score for the week. But, you know, la da finding a silver lining in your failures is loser talk. And To be the best, you have to beat the best. So what happened to Brett? Well, his poor excuse for a ruck, Reece Stanley, didn't go long before being axed from his team. Just 24 hours after being named, in fact. Um, did you catch that, Steve? Uh, I did. Think it was really funny that Stanley was laid out
0: uh, on a on a Friday night, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: 24 hours in the team, then he gets axed, laid out, and not an in injury, just omitted. So weird things who could see this coming get yourself a real Ruckman Brett. yeah like Andrew Phillips Andrew Phillips was actually a pretty good pick yeah. up this week so he pivoted do... pretty quickly <laughs> to Phillips and... Yeah. To his credit, he did pretty well there. And Brett's team did put up some fight, all right? So he had Aaron Hall put up 133, and he's just seeing a resurrection this season. Um, Andrew Gaff with 137 was his best scorer, and his slow start looks to be a thing of the past right now. But unfortunately, he did have some weakness, and that weakness was my shutdown for the week is Nick Caulfield, um, who I've just realized, Steve, is no longer with his team anymore, so actually uh, wasn't named uh, this week. This is actually the good thing about doing this uh, podcast on Thursday, is that we've got a lot more information (laughs) heading into the next week. Mm -hmm. But um, again, Mm -hmm. he started him at the wrong time. He got 52 points. He had very little choice because he only has six backs, Um, and the other one was Nick Cox with 49. So might have been the right choice, but probably the wrong choice not to have a bit more back back up because if all your backs are sniveling little worms it's time to find some new backs <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll see if he can find some other um someone else off the waivers because most of his waivers haven't really gone too well um just another mention to josh corbett's there, 45 points the latest uh turd that he decided to polish off this week <laughs> So, alright, <laughs> let's turn the attention to my team, um, which is uh, which obviously got the win, uh, very happy with getting to the 1600s again, um, and a shout out to Mitch Duncan, who got me the three votes in this one, 135 points, my top scorer, a pretty obvious one, but I don't think I've actually mentioned him before, and it was kind of funny, Steve, I... Completely forgot about him on Friday night. I didn't watch the game, to be fair. I was just following the scores on my phone. But I was just so focused on the fact that um, Sean Higgins, or Shiggins as we're calling him, had come back. And Dusty was back for me as well. And they weren't performing that well. So I was just kind of looking at them. And then what do you know, end of the match. Oh yeah, had the top scorer. (laughs) about that. (laughs) It's not bad when uh, you can have a guy do that for you and it's just like, oh yeah, Uh, it's second nature these days. So um, I do get to amp him up a bit because after this week he is the best averaging player who's played more than one game and I have to say that because Luke Shui played one game for 127 but yes, he's at the top of the pack at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's impressive. Um, I was going to give a shout out to James Warple, the Warpedo. Ooh, uh, he yes. answered, uh Yeah. He, he um he actually got back-to-back tons. Yes.
1: Um, so that that's relief for you. Uh, <laughs>
0: maybe finding a bit of form and consistency. So
1: I sure hope yeah, so. Yeah, I had nice a lot out. of positivity for him last week, and maybe if I keep praising him, he'll keep delivering. That's all I can um hope for. Um, I just wanted to give a little special mention also to Jack Scrimshaw, who also got me the double the ton over the last two weeks, uh, 104 this week, and he's actually appeared in the midfield, Steve. He got 27 touches, so that was just a pleasant little surprise they didn't expect uh, Jack Scrimshaw the midfielder. Yeah, after 33
0: touches the week before, um, I don't know if he was in midfield in round seven, but yeah, certainly round eight, you're right. I saw him listed in the centre-bounce attendances. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I suppose with O'Meara out that could be why, but and that's also got a leader of
1: warpedo scoring. Leo Mirror being out, definitely not, he's yeah. uh, he's just in hot form.
0: I'm sure you're looking forward to. A <laughs> <coming back>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna give you one little uh, shut shutdown. Oh, sure, definitely didn't have a lot bad this week. But if there was one uh, scumbag pilot, <laughs> hit, um, it was probably Luke Jackson who crashed back down to earth with 53 after a three round average of 88. So, yeah, the only uh, the only Weakness I saw amongst your team of your unit as a, <laughs> you know, strong uh, scorers there.
1: <laughs> uh, you're definitely not making this up on the spot. I love it. This is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. He's going to uh, ship up or ship out that guy, Luke Jackson. Early blemish.
0: Um, and just because I wanted to mention something uh, on, on Brett's side, I will actually, especially with you mentioning averages, um, of course, sub games and whatever they do, they do count. But from four completed games, four full games, Aaron Hall is averaging, very confusingly, uh, 125, can you believe, from his four full games. Yeah.
1: That would make him the
0: best averaging player. (laughs) (laughs) He played six. Uh, Two of those were as a medical sub, and he came on briefly, and four games completed. So, yeah, it's just uh, come from nowhere, I guess.
1: Absolutely. I didn't see this coming. Um, Yeah, what a great find for brett to have all right um i think that's it from me for that one if you want to take us away for the next one
0: sure all righty we have we have my matchup. um so uh all of this twist prevailed with 1637 over Perryman's merriman 1509 mm-hmm. now this was a very satisfying win with uh, Oliver's twist-high score of the season against a team who was surely itching to get revenge uh, because uh, of those those uh, trade history, the recent trades. So Cam got off to a pretty rough start with this one because of the um, recently just-dropped Mark Blitzav immediately turned it up for me <laughs> with his team best score. Oh, that's uh, some nice revenge. You would have loved that. Yes, and uh, the only other comment I had as a general thing was my uh, team, Olive's Twist, displayed really good consistency with no score over 115, Ooh. but only one score under 68. So that's a, a lot of you know 80s and 90s and low low tons to get my best score of the year. So happy with that.
1: And I'm surprised who got that
0: 115 for you. Yeah, uh, I'll comment on that. That's my shout-out. Sure. My sh- shout-out is... Jimmy Rowbottom, uh, 115 from 63% time on ground. Wow. Including 12 tackles. So, truly a one-vote performance there, according to Ultimate Footy. Like <laughs> <Wait, laughs> what? I'll take it.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. <strange.
0: laughs> yeah. Well, it was a low score to be the best um, score on my team. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the downside, controversial waiver wire recruit Jack Bytel was my worst scorer <laughs> with a 53. Uh, and then a broken hand to Lockie Hunter in the late Sunday game, sourd yes. my coffee on Monday morning mm-hmm. yes, when nice I signed the news. <laughs> now, Yeah, you've, you've beaten yeah, me at a Jack Bytel thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we talked about Hunter uh, on Sunday afternoon driving back from True Grit because mm-hmm. I had a decision to make whether to take uh, Daniel Howe's 90 or not. And it was going to be based on whether Lockie Hunter or McRae <laughs> got injured in the first half. And at the stage we were at, when I had to make the decision, Steve had me on Lockie phone duty Hunter. as he was driving, yeah, and yeah, I was just I was driving,
1: yeah, keeping you up to date. Yeah, you said no injuries, which was true. Which was true. <laughs> the information we yeah, yeah, had yeah. at the time,
0: no injuries. As it uh, you know turned out, it emerged that Hunter broke his hand in the first half, played the game out, and even kicked a goal in the last quarter in a. Um, you know, come from behind, win for the doggies. He played with a broken hand. I did not realise that. Yep. Laid tackles, kicked the goal, and he's even talking about playing potentially against Port this Saturday. He's yeah. yet Rule well, out. Why play. rest him? Exactly. <laughs> <in> the guy's a machine. Um. So good on him. Uh, managed to get a very heartworthy 76. Yes. With two goals. Um. So over on the Merry Men side of it. Mm. Um, what happened there? Now... He was probably most hurt by making the switch from Blitzav's to Dumans 51, but his forwards were also extremely underwhelming with a 40 from Eric Hipwood, and Cozzy Pickett's (laughs) first non-multiple of five, he uh, scored 56. Um, So this week was truly doomed for Cam due to that. Oh, uh,
1: it had been so long.
0: No, it's about six, six, seven games games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, Cozzy. Ah, poor Cozzy. He he obviously would have cared about that. So, <laughs> um, On the bright side, I will acknowledge uh, Chris Mayne's 106. Now, this is a guy actually rejected in a trade from Cam. He's now averaging 78 from five games despite having two concussions this year. Oh, what was now, the trade? Um, I can't remember. Okay. I just know that Main's name appeared a few weeks ago and I was just like, ah, eh, I don't really know if he's startable for me. Um, well, it turns out, he would have been, but, um, yeah, now, there's a guy who's had two concussions this year and a bit of an injury history, so I'm not too unhappy about not taking the trade. No, just uh, take the plays
1: that Cam drops for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah just wait for him, <laughs> for him to get yeah, dropped. So,
0: yeah, that's all I had on my matchup. Uh, did you have anything observations on this one?
1: Uh, no, not really. You've covered it pretty well, yeah. Um, Josh Bruce left on cams forward line uh, as an emer- unused emergency for 119 was uh, probably not not the best move. But, well, I don't know. Why pick up Josh Bruce if uh, you're not going to try and loophole him in or, or we'll start him? It's, yeah, he wasn't in the
0: late, uh, one of the late Sunday games, but you're absolutely right. He should have had someone like Ryder um, or Pickett potentially as a, as a loophole, uh, as an emergency, and Bruce on field. And then when you see that you know, Ryder gets seventy, or Pickett gets fifty-six. You then kind of go, all right, I, I'll back Bruce uh, to to beat that.
1: So yeah, yeah. The extra it's like sixty point points. Having... <laughs> yeah, be
0: nice. yeah, that's right. Not much
1: point having an emergency play on Sunday late game. Exactly. Um, But that's all I really had there. So well covered, uh, Steve. Uh, Congrats on joining the winner's table for this week as well. So that's uh, very nice. Uh, You stay one ahead of me, but I'm coming for you. Um, (laughs) All right. So next up, I'm covering What's Up Doc, who faced off against RR square brackets in for repairs and square brackets. Uh, our, our favorite team name. <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing positive about it this week. So, uh, hopefully, uh, coming with a change soon. But um, Nick doesn't need it because he uh managed to score over 1500 for the third week in a row and ran away 65 point winners against. I've got to say, a bit of a mediocre showing from Milsey, and that might seem harsh. Um, but it's not only the f- kind of the theme of the week, but also, um, a few rounds back, I think a score like Millsy's would have been good, but this week it was only good for ninth best. So I think while others are putting the hard yards to improve, is worthless maggots are trying to run around with their pants down and he'll need to whip these boys into shape pretty quick smart. Um, and that actually may be the crux of it because he's starting boys, He's only got one guy in his whole team that's over 30 years old, and that is Todd Goldstein. Um, He's got a lot of uh, youth. We've mentioned that he's brought in some youthful new recruits. Um, They unfortunately did not do particularly well for him in their debut games. Um, Rather, Chad Warner's the youthful one. Uh, Lockie Weller's a youthful 25. Um, But um, my shutdown isn't one of those, guys. It is, in fact... 24-year-old Bailey Fritch. And I think with such youth uh, comes also a lot of, uh, maybe, you know, lack of experience and inconsistency. So Bailey Fritch coughed up 30 points for him this week. Um, That's after an 85-point showing last week, but that took six goals to get there, Steve. Mm -hmm. So zero goals this week, gets him 30 points, and that might just be a sign of things to come. He might have to... uh, well, Fritch might start have to you know start hitting the track and uh, so he can run around and contribute something else other than goals to this team because if Millsy wants to keep him, he's gonna to have to yeah do a lot more than score goals.
0: Yeah, fair enough, Fritsch was my shutdown too. I mean, he has scored eighteen goals in the first six games, but this was a woeful performance from him. yeah uh, in a win, wasn't it? So exactly. yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so my, I do have a shout-out for him, though. It's all not all doom and gloom because this guy deserves it. Uh, Jacob Wietering, 117 points for him. And uh, he had him for the 102 last week as well. He's had a 91 average across his last five games. Steve, is this not a fluke? Like, is Jacob I Wietering happening? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I literally write breakout year for
0: the key key defender. (laughs) Yeah. Exclamation mark! (laughs) It's pretty strange. Um, Can he average 80 for the year? Well, it looks like it because he's he's been very consistent. He's getting a lot of marks, a lot of kicks. So yeah, I think I mean he's a number one draft pick. Uh, Mm. I think he actually might
1: go pretty well this year. It's not a position Um, I would ever pick for uh, for my draft, but yeah. you can't deny the numbers. He's doing extremely well. Maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe drop off a little bit. But we've had guys like um, Jeremy McGovern and, and some others who have averaged probably high 70s for a season here and there. True. So, yeah. But really good
1: pickup off free agency. Very good pickup, And if only the rest of his team could be as reliable a fantasy scorer as Jacob is. Um, to Nick's credit... Um, it was kind of him on a down week this week. So 1550, I actually think that um, might be a bit of a flaw for him moving forward, because if you look at his team, all his forwards were pretty much all below average. Um, most of his defenders and mids were about on par, if not slightly below their season average. Um, wow. Yeah. So it was a, it's a bit of a scary prospect. Um, he did have a few highlights, though, and so my shout-out goes to the man who stood, partic- stood particularly tall in his midfield, Jack Billings, with 137 points, which 40 points above his uh, season average, um, which is still averaging 95, which is still an extremely good average. Um, has been a good pickup for him all season long, um, and yeah, just a really good performance for him. Uh, what about you, Steve? Did you have anything him?
0: Yeah, I had uh, Billings first time since round two was pretty sweet, so yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is um, uh, you, you've commented that 1550 might be his, his sort of floor uh, as in F-L-O-R. <laughs> <laughs> i I'm not sure that Darcy Moore's floor is 134. <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing,
2: <laughs>
1: amazing <thing> uh, pick <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think Moore's floor is <laughs> probably a bit lower than that um I mean, but he, yeah yeah only took him 19 marks to get there. you're not saying that's sustainable <laughs> uh perhaps not <laughs> um 19
0: kick 19 mark game that's pretty extraordinary i thought um, it was actually
1: an incredible start by nick we'll uh, kind of cover it in another segment but um I, he got switched to the back line which is what's been hindering his scoring mostly uh, is Bink in the forward line rather um, so the switch to the back lane seemed to be a good one for him. Absolutely. Um, and
0: the uh, down, the shutdown I had for Nick was just that forward line being a bit troublesome because Stringer got injured, who'd been quite good recently, and then yes. the cast only gets a 39, buddy a 47. So real forward line woes but he what? should be getting Mark
1: Murphy back this week after I traded him He's injured. Oh, he'll he be a welcome addition <laughs> that's right um, yeah sorry Nick about Jake Stringer I, meant, I hyped him up last week and that's probably what's cursed him into getting injured for you so uh, bad luck there because he was looking pretty decent um, alright so that's all I've got on that one if you want to carry on to the next one Steve
0: sure I will do that um, now we had Covid Marshall absolutely destroy Man Barcelona <laughs> by over over 200 points. So it was uh, Covid Marshall 1517 to Man Barcelona 1295. Mm. Uh, now that is Covid Marshall's second 1500 plus score of the year, and the other one uh, he didn't actually win with. So that is uh, a good upward. Maybe a bit of an upward spike for for Alec. Um, now, sh- the shout-out, obviously, Guthrie, 139, led the way. He's now averaging 112.5 for the year. Do you remember when <laughs> Guthrie was barely in Geelong's best 22 and averaged under 70? Do you remember, do you remember when
1: um, Nick had him and he said, this isn't going to continue? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. I do remember that. That happened last year, and that, that that time that I was talking about was only 2018. It's not like it was seven years ago. It was only three years ago that he yeah. literally like dropped and barely. It is. Know, it barely, is incredible. It's a complete he's now transformation. Now, like second best midfielder after Duncan, so like second best midfielder. Is, this man's yeah. done
1: trigger it a few times before. Obviously, smashed it. He's yeah. <laughs> he's completely transformed himself.
0: Absolutely. Now, on the other hand, um, Zach Williams. 28 was completely atrocious, a useless performance now. That's a full game. I don't know. Yeah. Full game. I don't know if he still has this lingering injury because he he did miss the previous week or whatever, but he has been pretty underwhelming this year for a guy who I'm pretty sure was drafted in the first maybe six rounds or with a keeper. I I can't recall. I'm actually shocked by that. I
1: I hadn't seen that.
0: Hmm. 28 from 79. That's atrocious. That's
1: a pile of puke. That is that is horrible. Exactly. <laughs> it sure is. Um, so
0: that uh, sums up Alex' week uh, in you know good and bad. Um, now now Sahil, uh, I was going to give a really nice little shout out uh, to Zach Jones because he backed up his 151 with 123, and he appears to be in career-best form.
1: Mm. Have you heard what happened to Zach Jones? What happened to Zach Jones? No, I didn't. Zach
0: Jones, I believe it's been announced today, is going to miss eight weeks with a quad. What? It may be less than eight weeks, but I'm told that he had a bad quad injury. So, just as... um, In in, in, in the game or in training or what? uh, I believe it's in training. Oh. uh, and he's ruptured his quad, whatever that means. Oh, that's um, awful. Oh, that yes, sucks. it is. He was actually... Yeah, Saints website is now saying minimum of eight weeks on the sidelines um, during yesterday's training session with tendon repair surgery. So just as will uh, gets a guy who's in killer form, um, it becomes, unfortunately, uh, soured by this this injury. And do you know who else um, is going to be missing? Well, I have got it, say... <laughs> So he carried eight injured players last week. Oh my eight. <laughs> So I'm a little surprised he hasn't tried to trade any of them. Surely someone
1: there is, is trade bait. So the eight were. McGovern. Yeah, I mean, I took one of his injured players, and that worked out just great. Everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. True. Um,
0: once and twice shy. But so he's got McGovern there, who's who's arguably droppable, but he keeps sort of missing one extra, one extra game averaging over 70 still he's got Pollock averaging 58 but that's uh with an injury affected 26 in there he's going to be back soon Hearn well again you're not going to drop him but you'd definitely get something for him in a trade he was absolutely killing it to start of the year he's got Heaney he's got Prestia he's got Lambert there's your eight uh he's got Omira. <laughs> who's now missed two and now he's got Zach Jones. So he currently has nine players. I'm hoping at least one or two of them. You come haven't back.
1: you haven't mentioned the one I was alluding to, which was Tuck Miller. Well he got suspended Oh he got injured too, didn't he? he did a he did a hammy or No 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 got... no just the oh, just the suspension, but he's missing him just this week. Suspension.
0: Right. I heard he might have actually gone off sore with a injury, but it might be very minor, it might just be a bit of tightness or
1: cramp. So much um, to be the weak either way in that case. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's just an extra player. I think we know who will be tipping against him this week. <laughs> I mean it doesn't matter who <laughs> he plays. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right. Um Jesus. So yeah, good time for, for Richard to face Starhill, um, who really should have dropped or traded two of those injured players at least. But he he,
1: he needs to trade if he wants to stay have any shot this year. He needs he <laughs> needs to be trading. At this point, it's it's trying to avoid the wooden spoon almost. So,
0: um, yeah. Now I was also going to acknowledge Jake Lever, who, uh, not to be outdone <laughs> by that Williams, <laughs> yeah. Jake Lever contributed just twenty six points. Oh, such a sad help from player. player. <laughs> yeah. So he could have gone all Jacob Weedering, but he went Jake Lever uh, instead. So. He's
1: like a he's like a bad fart that just lingers <laughs> it's just Sarko S- 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 just seven seven keeps him in there yeah like <laughs> and then he releases him and that's what you get 26 yeah. absolute shit yeah yeah because
0: yeah. he's actually got a few scores in the 70s and stuff this year the thought it was
1: a fart and then it came out but... and it was
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he dumped the <a> 20- <laughs> 26 there. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's probably enough for that one-sided matchup.
1: Um, did you have anything else on it? No, you've, you've covered it well. Um, I'll take us away with the next one. So, Ed, Ed Redemption um, took yeah. on uh, and took down uh, Richard's team to keep his one cup. Um, and a very fortunate win here for Kieran, because he won with the fourth worst score of the round. Um, so, quite a down week for him. But um, always good to get the win in any fashion that you can, so fortunate things there. Um, now, Jesse Hogan went out of his team, but in came Travis Boak, and that just added to Kieran's star-studded midfield. And actually, fun fact, Steve, of his seven starting mids, Boak is the lowest averaging one, with 95 uh, pretty insane yeah yeah absolutely insane so um, they're about a out of touch this week there's only one ton amongst them um, even in the down week though obviously enough to get him over the line so definitely uh, uh, yeah uh, Kieran can improve on this performance um, my shout out is going his way towards uh, his only ton which was Luke Parker so one of his best games of the season 32 touches and a 95 average 98 average at the moment for the season um yeah just a, just a good 32 touch game so still delivering for him um mm, my shout out for uh,
0: Kieran was actually his other ton that oh. you conveniently ignored um, <laughs> yeah Carl Langford's first ton of the year was a, a very welcome sight I you'd mention that in, in Kieran's weak forward line yeah <laughs> you knew I mentioned it, did
2: you? Well, yeah, I
1: mean, he actually had a great game, and he was the reason why we came within three points of uh, GWS. Mm, uh, mm. Two points, rather. But, yeah. Um, yeah, a guy that I have always really liked. So, yeah. good on you there for having him, Kieran, and backing him in. Um, I just, I was just going to mention that with this star-studded midfield, it's actually going to be quite tough for Kieran to decide who to bench once uh, Taylor Adams is back. Because, like I said, they're all averaging over ninety-five. So, yeah, it's going to be really difficult, and probably I would say it's a good time to trade for him. Oh yeah, Yeah. yes, time to trade someone in that midfield. Yeah, who needs Um, minutes? Come looking, come looking this way.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, did you notice? I was going to say, is a bit of shut down. Um. I don't know if you got to it, but. He actually benched Brad Shepherd, who scored 105, despite yes. him having an average of 75 prior to this game. So he's got seriously good uh, backline if, he, if he's benching a guy averaging 75.
1: Yeah, suppose uh, Alira Aliyah is averaging less than him, but he's um, been in some good form, maybe, yeah, maybe like the matchup against the Crows. Yeah, yep. Um,
0: well.
1: Wanted to be a little bit happier when the Crows went down, put a poor player yeah. in there. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, perhaps so. Um, pretty good going there. Um, very good. Did going have, Did you have a shutdown for Kieran? I'm not
1: sure if I stole your thunder with that. <laughs> nah, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't actually have a shutdown for him, but I did have one for Richard. So what went wrong on this side of things? Well, yeah, unfortunately, not a good showing from Richard. The second worst of the week. Um, and uh, my shutdown goes towards. He had a couple, but I'm throwing uh Bailey Smith um out there we're 55 points and it's just because he's not performed the last couple of games uh well for the last few games as well as you would have wanted cuz Dunkley's been out Josh Dunkley is out it's like here's your chance man But he's not going to cut it if he's only getting 55 points when he's Mm. called upon. So, yeah, not quite the fantasy pig that uh, I called him, I think, when uh, he did extremely well in week one with 131 points. Um, You raised the question to me, and I said, oh, hell yeah. But no, not quite. Um, Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not quite getting enough um, on ball time. Even now, perhaps, I haven't looked at the stats, but... Yeah, that is, a, that is disappointing. Um, I guess the other one is, because we've mentioned Zach Williams, let's mention his teammate, Adam Saad, both big money recruits, oh. 35 from 74%. Um, to be honest, I never really understood the, uh, um, I guess the fantasy fascination with Saad. Like he, I get that he's a pretty good footballer, um, pretty speedy. You don't get points yeah, for bouncers? No, you don't get points for running bounces. He's... He had a good year last year, averaging, you know, uh, 66, so probably that's, like, close to 80. Adopted. And now he's averaging
1: about that in a non-COVID he's, year. But,
0: yeah, 67 the year before, 59 the year before that, 61 the year before that. Like, this is a guy who is generally durable but and, and does some nice things, but he's never been a fantasy jet, really. I uh,
1: reckon he would have kept being good if he stayed at Essendon. And that's just not just the Essendon and me talking. I think that we structured our back line around get him um, ball ball. getting him the ball a lot. And so in Carlton, he doesn't have quite the same, I don't know, yeah, yeah, just the same structure, the same role. Um, he obviously yeah, runs a bit a lot, win but win they're, win they're win not looking win for win him.
0: Yeah. yeah. It definitely can be hard to adjust to a new team and um, they brought Williams in at the same time, so it's a completely new mix in there. Doherty is the guy who they use a lot out of half back. So, yeah, I would just say that both of those guys have been pretty underwhelming from a fantasy and probably a purely football point of view as well.
1: And I'll just say that Adam Saad is worse than gunk on my shoe, Steve. That's right. Uh, you're yeah. not impressed. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Uh, no. um, I, I, I've got to leave him on a good note, though. Um, I need to mention Sean Darcy for him. Just got a ton this week, and he's been a sneaky good pickup for a guy that doesn't pick up a lot of waivers. So it's one little one little nice thing for him. I'm, I'm being nice.
0: Absolutely. That was my shout-out, too. I, I really believe... Yeah, Darcy deserves some acknowledgement. Richard lost two starting Ruckman, um in Wits and Draper. Not many people even draft two starting Ruckman, but mm. he, he lost both the injury pretty early. And he got Darcy from free agency. He's now averaging 86.4. It's his third tonne from his last four games. So it's yet another player that can is <laughs> absolutely kicking himself. For A freeo player as well. Oh, you yeah, you know, wouldn't think it. Crazy. Yeah, it's uh, surprising. So, never dump Mr. Darcy Yeah. the lesson there.
1: Oh, wait, I did have a down for, uh, for Kieran. Sorry, i oh, t- yeah. totally forgotten this one. So, imagine imagine Steve waiting eight weeks for the debut of <laughs> Asaba, Ratagalia Like, I, this actually shocked me that Kieran... Your 23rd round draft. <laughs> Kieran had kept him since draft day eight weeks starts him straight in there 48 points played friday night didn't even use him as an emergency it was that confident yeah it's <laughs> amazing
0: did he think he'd be the the main ruckman uh because well, he had eight hit out so I don't know. let's
1: start on why would you carry him for seven weeks or eight weeks oh i mean he's he's uh I guess a big guy. It's <laughs> a big guy. He's, 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 a, he's a big guy. That's, that's your argument. <laughs> that's
0: a, it comes from the Donald Trump school of um, arguments. He's a, he's a big man. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> he's a big man. He's got big scores. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, he's averaged 50 in the past. <laughs> that's an argument against. Uh, no, I can't work that one out. Keep yeah. him for
1: seven or eight weeks. Um, um it's, yeah it's it's a bit perplexing uh let's hope for Kieran's sake that he knows something we don't and uh this is just the start of Radigalia's uh breakout but yeah we'll, we'll watch that one carefully um just one last thing on Kieran is just uh he's got his he's got his boy back he's got chase Jones so a uh, up that he made pre- very very preemptively last week and he's just sitting there on his bench just warming up just getting ready for when he's called up
0: I'm pleased to see it. Um, he got Jonesy got 27 touches in the S N F L last week. We all know that translates immediately to <laughs> AFL fantasy success, and he will be named this week for certain. So, um, nah, well, I do think he will be because Crow suffered two injuries. Wasn't he already?
1: Uh, did I misread that? I think he, I think he was named right. Or he, he, well, not uh, a, uh, Bixey, uh, sorry, sorry, but yeah, I think said he said he'll play. Um,
0: and Ronan O'Connor is the other one, so yeah. we've got Murphy and McHenry out. So. Yeah, 37 Ronan. Um, unfortunately, not the right number on his shirt. But um, yeah, those two guys will play, and I'm hoping Hateley gets squeezed in, but I'm not confident at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. They have to make some changes, so yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, all right, that brings us to an end of WTF just happened, Steve. Um, it sure does. We can move on to what do we got next? Oh, Diamonds in the Rough, I believe it is so i'll run through this one quickly for us uh the best free agents and the worst free agents of the week so we had for the best the the best side of things um five guys who averaged over 80 this last week um you probably won't be surprised by the top one but um we had dane rampy in fifth place of 81 for max an unused emergency yep uh, Andrew Phillips, 89 for Brett, his new starting ruck. So, well done there, Brett. Um, Mark Blitzarves up against his old team and a good revenge game there for him. 107 points loophole in, of course, by you, Steve. And usually that would be good enough for the top of the week. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, that would normally be top. That <laughs> uh, would okay. be. Um, Josh Bruce, who we've mentioned, was not started by Cam for 119. So shouldn't even be mentioning him uh (laughs) it was in fact Darcy Moore who we alluded to before (laughs) (laughs) uh Nick uh just uh yeah loophole him in taking 134 points um I haven't checked but that might very well I think Josh Bruce might have had a bigger one earlier but it will be very well up there for best free agent start of the season well done Nick indeed yeah yeah um Steve, I've just realised, Diamonds in the Rough, this was meant to have an intro.
0: Hmm, I haven't done my singing performance yet, but I, I promise that I will do it. It's, it's on the top of my not-very-important-things-to-do list.
1: Well, yeah, well, you know, make it the top of that, yeah, I don't know, make it a higher priority, mate. Like We, we need it, we need it, the, you know, the audience needs it, they're crying out for it. Look, I can upgrade it from the top of my not important things to do list to the bottom of my important things to do list. All right, that, good. That's a promotion. Because it is important, so I'm from, glad. From private to Lance Corporal, look, at the big deal. <laughs> Very nice. All right, so we'll have that for you next week, hopefully. Um, but until then, you have to put up with me announcing it. Uh, the call for the week, in uh, that case, we're looking at... Uh, Oh, we're looking at five guys that scored under 40 this week, um, but a lot of them were not actually started. Um, just wanted to mention that uh, Steve's Jack Tail pickup, the big controversial number one pickup of the week, uh, who got him 53 points, was actually the fourth worst start of the week. Ooh, Yeah so disappointing so there you go (laughs) Um, Taylor Jaban got 51 points for Cam he was started Um, I'm actually going to skip sorry the ones that weren't started they're not important which leaves us with only two Uh, Josh Corbett who I mentioned for Brett started him for 45 points but uh, yeah so Brett's little waiver curse continues but that was not the worst start in fact it was the guy who just got the diamond Nick also gets the coal for <laughs> for McCarthy um only getting him thirty nine points. So yeah, Lincoln McCarthy, thirty nine, not a very good performance at all. And he just plugged him straight in. Um so pretty ballsy there. Move there by Nick. Did not pay off. Oh,
0: you win some, you lose
1: some. That's right. What literally what's happened here. Uh well done Nick. Um for taking home the good diamond and the coal. That might be the first time this season as well.
0: Uh, it could be you you'd probably keep track of that more than i do but it's
1: well i obviously really don't because i don't know the answer so but uh, <laughs> i can i can come back to you next week with the answer to that uh, uh got some homework <laughs> sure got some extra drill i think they call it in the uh, in the, movie, the yeah movie yeah all right uh we're on to our final segment steve uh which is the tea leaves um Man, I've like hardly got anything to drink, actually. But I'm sure that did the job. Delicious, delicious tea. Uh, how did we read the tea leaves last week, Steve?
0: It was actually a pretty good week for both of us. Um, you might recall that we only had one point of difference, and that was my own matchup. Yes. Where I opted to protect against the karma bus hitting me and tip against me. <laughs> you tipped me. Uh, you got five out of six. I got four out of six. The one we both got wrong was Shane defeating
1: Max. Ah, yes. We didn't see the, the great fall of Max coming, did we?
0: Indeed not. Yeah, but will it continue? Now that is what the tea leaves may hold. Mm. Um, so let's run down the games and see who we're tipping. You can go first. I'll read the game. We've got yourself versus Kieran. Pretty interesting uh, matchup, isn't it? It's fourth versus first. Mm-hmm. Kieran's in great form. You're you're in good form too, arguably better form. So where is that one heading?
1: Um, interesting tactic, making me tip first, Steve. I see what you're doing, but I'll I'll go with it. All right, I'll tip myself.
0: Yeah, I've actually written down that I'm tipping you too, which <laughs> I regret probably because like why wouldn't I tip the top of the ladder team? Well, exactly. Uh, why wouldn't
1: you do that? But do you know what I do have going for me is well, do you know what team I've got a lot of in my team? Uh, what uh, footy Melbourne, team, Hawthorne, no, 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 no. Uh, Hawthorn, Hawthorne I've always had yeah. lots of Hawks and this week they play North so yeah, I'm pretty pretty confident uh, about that
0: Yes, my, my detailed research clearly led me to that conclusion as well so <laughs> that is
1: probably why I tipped you
0: um, Yeah, I don't know if there's a part of me that still doesn't have faith in Kieran I, I, that would be unfair because I actually backed him to make finals this year I look at that forward line and I shudder a little bit um, did you mention an injury? He has Hogan coming back, but who, someone going out. No. Um, anyway, no. I'm tipping you. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, yeah, he's... Yeah, he picked up Jones, but I don't think he'll start him, surely, as a centre. Well, center. he could be
1: tempted. <laughs> yeah, but... <Ooh.
0: laughs> All right. Uh, next game is Cornflakes vs. UN Security Council. Just another interesting one
1: so uh, Cornflakes actually um, he hasn't lost a player but he had Zach Butters get re-injured so um, pretty unfortunate there for him um, he's going to be out for a lot longer than Cornflakes would have been hoping for I think he would have been due back very shortly otherwise um, but that doesn't affect the matchup um, I am tipping Cornflakes I am tipping UN Security Council on this one. Oh, interesting
0: yeah You are right that Butters did get some kind of re-injury. So, But, yeah, like you said, not relevant. Um, I wrote down my tips
1: earlier, and I can't tell whether I just wrote down Shane to tip him or Shane so that I would talk about Butters. But but I'm sticking sticking with it.
0: (laughs) I've written it down so it's locked away. Sure. Um, So the next game is... Mm -hmm. um, We're going to skip
1: to What's Up Doc versus Oliver's Twist. Yeah, and I'm going to take your side on this one. Um, Millsy's still got a few wounded players, I believe.
0: Yes, I believe so. I'm going to back myself this time. And he just uh, lost Shea Bolton. He did, indeed. That's a pretty big loss. He's been playing some good footy in the midfield uh, as, a, as a forward. So, yeah, all right, I'll back myself. Uh, <laughs> we've got COVID
1: Marshall versus uh RR. <laughs> yeah are you gonna do it Those just they just are uh, alright <laughs> I have actually gone for COVID Marshall in this one ooh nice um, did...
0: again yeah,
1: why, why... yeah I I don't know I did these a while ago oh, um, I'm tipping. <laughs> Nick so fucking Nick is definitely the more in for team informed team but I think Alec might have a few players that are that are coming back in or starting to Get back into form or something, or other. So anyway, I'm sticking with him.
0: That sounds convincing. <laughs> uh, you're right though. He's got his 1500, so I'm sure exactly. that will be, um, yeah, competitive. Uh, and then yes, in the battle for the wooden <laughs> spoon, we've got two keepers, one cup versus Manny Barcelona. This is the Do easiest.
1: Like. This is this is this is this is just ridiculous. It's like it's, it's, uh, Sahil. I won't be surprised if Sahil doesn't put up a full team for this one. Like... I can't see how he can unless he
0: make, you know two or three trades in the next 24 hours. Um, he literally can't have.
1: AK he can though. He can get rid of Hartley injury. and pick, put someone in. He doesn't. But Hartley's
0: uh, playing. Like dropping players who are playing doesn't help him get a full. But turn. he's
1: already got too many defenders. He needs to get another position covered. Right. Okay. If it's for positional coverage, yeah, yeah. sure. He doesn't um... need Mumford. Get rid of Mumford. But anyway, like. <laughs> Anyway, we're, we're, a not, we're not here to fix our Hills team. We're here to pick the winner and it's definitely going to be Richard. I
0: fully agree with you. I'm tipping Richard
1: here as well, uh, which is going to be nice to be
0: the third time this year that um, potentially that 12th gets a win. So there's always hope. That's right. And finally, we've got the feature matchup. We've got Perryman's Merriman in sixth place taking on I Shot the Sharing now in second place. So we'll look at this one in a little bit more depth. Uh, what, have you, what have you noted about this matchup?
1: Um, absolutely nothing, Steve. Um oh, okay. Well, I <laughs> wait. Yes, uh, Adam yes. Sarah may be back for the Perryman. The he Perryman is... may get Sarah back, which is pretty good. He's a test. Uh, um, I yeah, I'm not sure if he's going to be straight back in, but yeah, it, they're hopeful. And Max has lost. Uh, Jaden
0: Stevenson ruled out, so. That's uh you know it's potentially a two-player
1: swing. And Jeremy Howe yeah. went out of his team. Um, just, yeah. Just to have that's a big that. loss.
0: Yeah, like he, he didn't play last week, but obviously yeah actually had to be cut because he he did a serious uh, hemi. So
1: yeah, that's it's all um, falling apart at the seams for Max here, isn't it? it? It's got that feeling. Be, yeah. Yeah,
0: well four on the bench injured plus um, yeah Howe who I didn't even mention before. Uh, and then, yeah, he brought in Rory Atkins as a recruit. I believe Atkins will play this weekend, so yes. not the worst
1: pickup. up um, But he's not going to start him. He's starting, in fact, Brendan Archie after his four-goal performance, demolition of Hawthorne. It's definitely yeah, definitely be repeated the against the Crows?
0: Yeah, it could be. Not the worst idea uh, to start against the Crows. I mean, 101 it's not sustainable, but I <laughs> could... I could see him going seventy-five, eighty against the Crows. So yeah, not the I, worst thing. I
1: know. I know better than to talk ill of uh, Max's uh, recruits, because uh, he seems to be able to find them. So. And yeah. Tex is the other one who's out. So we'll need to
0: put on Caleb Poulter, I guess. Um, Ooh, that's bad. Unless he, yeah, that's not great. So unless he wants to drop um, someone like a Tom DeConing, or or even drop Tex. I mean. <laughs> or, yeah, what do you do? Um he he probably needs another four, doesn't
1: he? Yes, he probably does. So that thing the guys interesting
0: 83 if he's not injured. That's <laughs> probably never been done before, but yeah. <laughs> text you you is, think uh, Texas droppable?
1: Uh kind of. Yeah, I mean No. Yeah. Come on. Don't be don't be ridiculous. The guy had you can't just say that he started off in such hot form and will never come back.
0: No, right. but I mean He's missing this week, and then we play Melbourne and Richmond, so do you reckon he's kicking a bag in the next three weeks?
1: I don't know. He picked a bag against Geelong and Sydney, who were both, you know, well, Sydney was, was certainly in form then, Geelong's not bad.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, I'm not advocating that he drops text. I'm saying it's an option, given that he otherwise is going to be starting Poulter and Archie and have no emergency cover.
1: Try, so. uh... uh... Chase Jones for Taylor Walker. See if that goes through for you, Max. That could be interesting.
0: That would be an interesting offer. Attempt mm, uh, Kieran.
1: <laughs> Surely. Surely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have anything on Cam's side um, other than uh, Sarah? So uh, put N- Newman Nick Newman, apparently. apparently. I no. don't think Newman's confirmed no, in, but no. that's, that's
0: wishful thinking, perhaps. George I, think, Shewitt, I think even George Hewitt is wishful thinking. confirmed? Uh, no, he's... I think he might be coming back, but it's definitely not confirmed.
1: And even if he's uh, and even if he's not, I think it's wishful thinking to think that he will score well, because he's averaging forty-seven for the season. Yeah. One, yeah. Well, one was an injury-infected, but yeah. still not great. Not great. Two scores in the
0: thirties uh, from full games. Um, so yeah, here it will come back. Um, Luke Ryan, I think, has been ruled out for yet another week. Um, is that? Have you heard the same? Maybe
1: not. Have I, have I heard this name? What? Heard the same, I think. heard the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heard this Luke name. Look, Ryan, Ryan, no, um, I, I had not heard. heard one that. week on, on the injury list, so okay. I think that's
0: pretty definitive that he's missing this week.
1: So Cam's also r- running with quite a few injuries, right? So we are looking at two teams that are quite yeah. a bit, a bit off their and best. Yeah. 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 For for this week, um, so he's another one that might struggle to put together a complete um, team on there. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It'll also be interesting to see um, if he starts Josh Bruce after his massive week last week. Like, is he gonna deny him a start after a 119? He is at the moment. Uh, yeah, I mean, I
0: can't understand why you wouldn't, wouldn't put Ryder as your forward forward loophole uh, emergency and then and put Bruce on field. That's what I'd be doing. So.
1: Yeah, Certainly seems like it would be the right move. Um, all right, Steve, I think we should uh, nominate our winners for this one. Um, why don't you go first for the feature matchup?
0: I'm going to back Max to bounce back
1: um, a little bit and get the win here. Interesting. We vary a lot this week because I'm going for Cam. I think Max is... Oh, it's just typical of me, isn't it, to, to, to rule out Max. Um, But, yeah, he's um, it's not looking great with a lot of the injuries he's suffered, and he has traded out a few playing players. So I think his um, sort of lower-scoring streak might just continue. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's Cam for me. Sure.
0: Well, that makes it interesting. We've got three different tips this week. So yeah.
1: it's, just... it's All good. All right. It will be interesting. Yes, sorry, Steve. That's right. I think that uh, absolutely does. That's all we've got to talk about this week. Thank you very much for listening to us. I hope we were just harsh enough on your teams to get you into tip top shape, ready to take on the rest of the fantasy season. Um, Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a good week.
0: Yeah, catch you next time. See you later.